Welcome to the Potter's Garden, where growth and purpose come from. It's a place where conversations about Jesus and our everyday hustle are made. Come on in! Hello guys, welcome to the fifth episode of the Potter's Garden. And yes, you heard that right, it's the fifth one, so you may go ahead and check out the previous episodes after listening to this podcast. In the first two episodes, we shared some of our Lenten and quarantine devotions. And in the third and fourth episodes, we shared our personal struggles, which may happen to be your own struggle as well. We also had a special episode break where we invited our friends from across the Philippines and even one from Rome, Italy, to share a 30-second word of encouragement or prayers for our dear listeners. For today's episode, I won't be alone for my partner, May, will be joining us. There you go, May. Hello, guys. And just to recap what happened from the last two episodes... First off, nagpaiyak kami. But also, we talked about uh, that feeling of not being enough and also experiencing rejection and how that made us feel na we're worthless. And both of those feelings led us to build our identity around good works. Thus, it became natural for us to perform in order to gain something, including God's favor. And so, this episode will be just about that. We'll be tackling, does really God need us to perform or to put on a facade of a perfect person in order for us to gain His favor, to gain His blessings? Well, we'll be talking about that in just a few moments. And so, we're going to divide this whole uh, episode into two parts. The first part will be the problem and then the solution. I want to start the problem with this verse from John chapter 10, verse 10. And it says here, Jesus said, I came that they might have life and might have it abundantly. And just wow, God so loved the world and he even offers an abundant life for us, a life that is full and meaningful. But why is it that most people are not experiencing this abundant life? Maybe because you don't come to Him to receive what He has to offer. Kasi all these years na nabubuhay ka, naiisip mo na na-achieve mo naman lahat, nakuha mo naman lahat ng gusto mo, marami ka namang kaibigan, may jowa ka naman, may pamilya ka naman na nagmamahal sa'yo, kahit wala si God. So, kailangan mo pa ba siya? Hindi kaya malugi ka lang sa kanya at sa abundant life na ino-offer niya kasi it comes with hard commandments at ang dami-daming bawal? Or maybe you want to come to Him to receive what He, what he has to offer kaso walang-wala ka naman. Sobrang mess up mo at puro problema lang ang meron ka na kayang i-offer or i-exchange sa kanya kaya nahihiya ka naman kay God kasi baka malubi naman siya sa'yo. Pero marami nagsasabi na na kay God ang sagot sa mga problema mo. 
Kaya naisip mo na baka makabawi ka naman. If you're going to pray more, attend church more, magpapakabait ka lang, you're going to be a good friend, a good son, a good daughter, a good citizen, you're going to donate more and will, uh, read the whole Bible chapter from chapter or cover to cover. And unconsciously, ginagawa mo lahat ng yon kasi kailangan mo siya para makuha mo yung abundant life na sinasabi niya. Kasi you want Him to bless you more. Pero yung abundant life na napipicture out mo is more of the material uh, material or earthly blessings. Lahat ng nakikita mong meron yung iba sa social media. That way, from walang-wala, magiging significant ka na. Pero tanong ko lang, if you already have everything, were you really satisfied with them? Or do you still find yourself longing for more? What if everything that you have right now will be stripped off from you? Tanggalin natin lahat yan. What will you become after them? Or if you're the other case, you've done a lot of good works and you've been a really, really good person naman to earn God's favor so He can give you that abundant life. But what if because of your wrong motives, your wrong heart, God withhold it from you? And ayun, yan ka pa rin, ikaw pa rin yan, walang wala, mess up, puro problema or issues pa rin. Are you going to turn your back from God? So who you gonna turn to now? Alcohol, sex, drugs, one jowa after another? You see, the real reason why most people are not experiencing the abundant life because all of us sin and our sin has separated us from God. Let's establish two things about sin. First, sin is the act of disobeying God. In the beginning, we were created to have fellowship with God in that perfect garden. But because we are stubborn, and we want to go our own way thinking we are better than God, our fellowship with Him was broken. Every man, woman, and child is born infected with the sin of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. We are all sinners and we are sinful, just as described in Romans 3.23, all have seen and fall short of the glory of God. I repeat, all have seen, meaning to say, no one is exempted. Second, we are separated from God and that spiritual separation between us is death. Just as it is said in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. Most of us think that this is not a big deal because hindi natin alam na yung death na sinasabi pala dito means we're going to be separated from God forever. And sometimes our response to sin is that we can remove it and escape it ourselves. But rescue from sin does not come through intense strategic efforts. So who will rescue us then from this death? Who will rescue us from the evil in our own hearts? So the solution then for this problem is the cross. But before I tell you kung sino ba yung dapat mapako sa cross para ma-resolve yung problem na to, I'll first share with you a short history, a short background about sacrifices. Back then, whenever they commit a sin, they slaughter a pure lamb as a sacrifice they would offer to God instead of them experiencing death. 
But the people kept on sinning that doing such is no longer enough for them to be saved. And as Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 says, For the life of the body is in its blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. Therefore, blood should be shed for the forgiveness of sins. And now, alam naman natin tong verse na to sa John chapter 3, verse 16. Diba sabi doon, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. So whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. So ang sagot is si Jesus. Now, why should it be Jesus? Bakit siya yung kailangang mamatay? Because the only acceptable sacrifice for us to be spared of dying because of our sins is a person who is clean and perfect in every way. And of course, every human being on earth is unclean in every aspect. Therefore, Jesus, who is the Son of God, which makes Him pure and perfect, who also became a man, is the only one qualified to be the ransom. His death became the way for us to be redeemed by God from sin. We have been purchased through the blood of Jesus Christ. That is how valuable we are to Him. That He sent His one and only Son down to pay for the sins He did not ever commit. The cross now represents not only the death of Jesus Christ, but also the victory Jesus has won for us and the bridge that we have in order to be able to go back to the arms of God. At the biggest thing that it represents is God's love for mankind. Sabi sa 1 John chapter 4, verses 9-10, to God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. And guys, He loved us too much to the point that Jesus had to give up His life in heaven. Imagine, sobrang saya ng buhay niya ron. Perfecto lahat. At pinagpupurian siya. But He chose to obey God and come down here sa mundo na sobrang magulo at sa mundo na hindi siya kinikilala bilang Panginoon just to take our curse, give up His righteousness in exchange for us to have an abundant and righteous life, to have His blessings. This right here is the greatest exchange. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, for our sake, He made Him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. So now, if you still think that God calls you to be perfect in order to be worthy of His love, listen to everything I said again. There is no way our good works could justify our uncleanliness. That is why He has given us a free gift, the gift of salvation. The gift of being able to live eternally in the kingdom of our Father, which is God. It says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Dahil sa pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa atin, hindi natapos sa kamatayan ang lahat. And it is all by His grace that this is possible. 
And just to define, grace is when someone gives you a reward you are not worthy of having and sparing you from the punishment you deserve to receive. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8-9, to it says there, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So see, it is all by grace, but it also says through faith. What does that mean? A free gift cannot be yours if you do not accept it. You have the choice to say yes or no to it. So are you willing to accept the free gift of salvation, the gift of having an eternal life and relationship with God that He is giving to you right now? Do you believe and confess in your mouth and in your heart that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? If you answered yes to both questions, please pray this prayer by repeating after me. Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that the separation between us is because of my sin. I confess that I have sinned and have fallen far short of your glory. I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, to pay the penalty for my sin. I believe that he died on the cross for me. I believe that you raised him from the dead. I am sorry for my sins. And I ask you to forgive and cleanse me. I want to turn away from everything the Bible calls sin. And receive Jesus as my Lord, Master, and Savior. Help me to love, serve, and obey you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now that you have received him, the heavens is rejoicing because your soul is now saved. And you should rejoice too, knowing that you are now a child of God. For it says in John chapter 1, verses 12 to 13, But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth of resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Rejoice today in the fact that you have been saved from your sins and will enjoy eternity with your Father in heaven. So, dear listeners, this is the reason why we don't tackle topics about love or the romantic kind of love in our podcast or in our Twitter account. Well, there's really nothing wrong with that topic. Eventually, we'll all get there somehow. But when it comes to love, what you need is the good news and not a good advice. We want to share with you the greatest love story there is in all history and it happened on the cross. If this message or this episode has moved you and you want to get connected in a local church, don't hesitate to message us to our Twitter account or Gmail account. All our details are available in our bio. Also, we would like to announce that starting episode 6 until episode 12, we'll be joined by our friends. We will also have an additional segment at the end of each episode called Sharing Corner. So, stay tuned for that. 
And that is a wrap for today. Again, this is May. And this is Kay from the Potter's Garden. Thanks for Thanks stopping, for stopping by. by.